0: I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Partly cloudy tonight, the low down to 51. A grant has been announced to help fully reopen the Carbondale Warming Center back to a 24-hour shelter for the winter months. The shelter received a $150,000 Good Samaritan grant from the Illinois Department of Human Services. The shelter was forced to cut operation hours down to six hours over the summer due to a lack of funds. The plan is to fully reopen the Warming Center on November 15th and lasts through the cold winter months, depending on weather conditions. Senator Dale Fowler announced the grant today. These, uh, these uh, citizens and these families won't have to uh, stay outside during the cold weather, so really appreciative of the Department of Human Services really stepping up in, in support of the, of the warming center. The city provides the building and covers maintenance costs. The Carbondale Warming Center is a nonprofit organization that has served more than 300,000 meals since it opened in December 2019. The Southern Illinois Made Expo today presented a record-breaking donation of nearly $85,000 to the Veterans Equine Therapeutic Services, or VETS. Established as a partnership between Senator Fowler and the Southern Illinois Chambers of Commerce, the Expo has continued to grow since its inception in 2018, bringing together over 100 business vendors, more than a dozen sponsors, and hundreds of attendees to raise funds benefiting this year's named charity. The funds raised by this year's Expo will be instrumental for vets in enclosing their arena, enabling year-round operations, and since its inception, the Expo has raised over a quarter million dollars for local veterans' charities. For those interested in learning more about the Expo, visit SIMade.org. The ousting of U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's raised questions about the short-term effectiveness of the institution to govern and signals a political development found in other countries, according to a political expert at SIU Carbondale. With only eight Republicans voting to remove McCarthy, it leaves many to wonder if there might be a scenario where some more moderate Republicans could work across the aisle with Democrats to vote in a speaker together. Paul Simon Public Policy Institute visiting Professor John Jackson says that is a possibility. Two GOP representatives have thrown their hat into the ring to become the next speaker so far, The vote on a new GOP leader should come next week. With information provided by the community, the Illinois State Police Division of Criminal Investigation reports it has identified the vehicle and driver believed to be involved in the September 29th crash just outside of Teutopolis that resulted in five deaths and multiple injuries. On September 29th, ISP, the Effingham County Sheriff's Office, Teutopolis Fire Protection District and other local law enforcement, fire, and emergency services responded to a crash that occurred that night on Highway 40. The crash involved a semi-truck tanker carrying 7,500 gallons of anhydrous ammonia, about 4,000 gallons leaked after the tank was punctured. Due to the plume from the ammonia leak, roughly 500 residents were evacuated from northeastern parts of Teutopolis until the following night, and Highway 40 was closed between Effingham and Montrose. ISP continues to investigate. Under the federal bipartisan Safer Communities Act, the Illinois State Police has enhanced its coordination with all local law enforcement agencies as part of the background check process for those under 21. The act allows for more thorough background checks by expanding what records are being reviewed and allowing more time to look into the records if required. One of the greater enhancements for ISP is communicating with local law enforcement agencies, both in Illinois and other states, about their interactions with juveniles and if there is a possible disqualifying juvenile record. ISP continues to review juvenile criminal records as well as mental health and all clear and present danger reports to see if a report has ever been submitted for that juvenile. Additionally, now when an individual from out of state goes to purchase a firearm in Illinois, ISP will check the criminal history and mental health repositories of the purchaser's resident state along with their local law enforcement agencies. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.